Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I think this stuff works. I don't seem to have the highs and the lows. You know how sometimes you get real slow and low during the day? And I'm a type A guy, so I go a lot. And I'm more alert, and it seems like I don't seem to feel famished. And it's not very expensive. And the idea of having that freeze-dried or that nutrient in that capsule, and who's going to eat all those vegetables? You know, most of us don't eat right anyway. So whatever the science behind this, I think Donald the Nature is a great idea. And I'm going to probably stay with it until I drop Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. So glad you're listening in. I asked uh, Sheriff uh, Leaf to come back because we're going to be talking about militias and uh, nullification. I thought you might be pretty interested in those topics. And so uh, luckily uh, he's back with me and... um I wanted to make sure also that you went over to Balance of Nature. You know, a lot of people are wondering how to in- increase the immune system, and they watched our story, and they, they're to say, hey, maybe I should load up on some things. Did you know that Balance of Nature is an amazing way to load up on all those vitamins and minerals and so much more because the product is chock full of them. That's why the phytonutrients of 31 fruits and vegetables Um, Let me just tell you, I would not be without it, and I think it's an amazing product, and I'm telling you, um, you know that I handpick my uh, sponsors for the show, and I am telling you that this product is that good. Make sure you go to uh, balanceofnature.com and put in the code KATE, K-A-T-E, and you'll get up to 35% off in free shipping. They'll ship it out immediately. You start taking it, and let me tell you, you're going to feel it. You're just going to feel it, and you'll notice the difference. About a week and a half in to two weeks, about a week and a half, you'll start noticing, and you won't want to be without it. So I have relatives of mine that won't be without it now. (laughs) 
they just will not go without it. They love it that much. And make sure that you're getting it too, because shore up on your fruits and veggies so that you never end up in the scenario that I ended up in with my husband too. And you know what? And I actually think that really helped him in the hospital too, to make sure and get through this even quickly. Uh, it was his taking a balance of nature too. So he was, he was already shoring up his body. It doesn't mean you won't ever get sick, but it does mean that uh, if that, if that were to happen and you were starting to get sick, you would already have that, that strong immune system to help you. So definitely think that played a role. Balanceofnature.com. Uh, Sheriff uh, uh, Darleaf, I love this. By the way, Scott McEwen up next, uh, American Sniper talking about Afghanistan. Uh, so don't miss that either. But I really want you to comment on militias. And what is your view as a sheriff in, in the state of Michigan on militias? We used to be called Michiganders, and there was a while there they are calling us Militia Ganders. Militia Ganders? And, I love it. Yeah. yeah. And people got to understand the militia itself, the role, and it's kind of similar with the posse. And posse is the power of the county. It's a posse, posse comitatus, and it's like a militia, but it's run through the sheriff. Mm-hmm. The militias are a power of the state, the state militia. And that your governor would be your, your boss uh, if she called you up to mustard. Mm-hmm. And uh, the president can also do it. Uh, and there's four clauses in the Constitution that recognize the militia. It's not something that the, the Constitution created or government created. The militia has centuries of history prior to our Constitution. And uh, if you will look back, and it's very, very important to understand the proper role and the history of it. Okay. And there's a book out there. It's called The Militia of the Several States, and it's written by Brent Allen Winters, who is a common law attorney. And uh, anyways... Brent will take you all the way back to old ancient Israel with the 12 tribes of Israel, and they talk about how uh, they'll take anybody age 20 on up to defend their kingdom. Nice. Well, the King Alfred, that uh, goes way back to King Alfred, mm-hmm. he would uh, command his farmers when they're out tending the crops that they had to carry a sword with them all the time, and they had to be an expert in that sword, and uh, for obvious reasons, so sure. your enemy doesn't come in and destroy your food supply. And then it went from the sword, and then went to bows and arrows. And the king then told everybody that, hey, you have to carry 40 arrows on you at any given time, and you have to be an expert with those bows and arrows. What, what you don't realize is that there's also another role of the militia, other than the armed citizen protecting the kingdom. The militia's role is also protecting the law. Hmm. So if you ever sat on a jury, you were doing militia-like duties from ancient Israel. Nice. I love that yeah. connection, so, yeah. That's grand jury and pettit juries. And, uh, in fact, Justice Scalia laid out how to do the common law grand jury in the Williams case back in 94. And uh, there's a lot of people out there trying to push that. Mm. And, of course, the courts are trying to fight it. Sure, <laughs> sure, of course they are. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So it, you, have to under, yeah. you have to understand that, that legacy behind the militia and understand that it, it's not an ideology, it's a duty. You have jury duty. Well, that's a militia duty. Hmm. So you're supposed to keep yourself armed. You're supposed to keep yourself trained. And that Second Amendment, when it says a well-regulated militia, the regulated didn't mean that the government got to go over and tell you how many guns you could have and who could have them and so on and so forth. It meant that you had to be keep yourself regular, hmm. regularly trained, a regular expert, and regularly ready to go at a minute's notice. That's the term Minuteman. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, when you hear militia nowadays, of course, the press, the government try to demonize. What are your thoughts when you hear all this demonization going on? 
<laughs> they don't they don't understand it. And plus, I I look at it as they're trying to do this new world order, and they cannot have a militia in there because government's going to take care of you. And yeah. you know, just ask the American Indian how well they do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I get a lot of flack because I did a Facebook post, and it's Sheriff Darleaf, if you want to look it up. And I talk about this case. It's called Baltimore versus Silver, and it was back in settled in 1971. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with the riots in the uh, late 60s there in Baltimore. Well, what happened is, is the business owners sued the city of Baltimore for the damages and the loss of wage because the, they didn't think Baltimore did enough to suppress the rioting. Mm. And the city of Baltimore is going, well, it was a riot. You know, we couldn't control that. Well, Supreme Court, Baltimore, or excuse me, Maryland Supreme Court said that you had the power of the posse and you didn't use it, so you are responsible for the damages. Jeez. You know, so it's there, folks. It's, there's already court cases um, that are basically setting precedents. Mm-hmm. And we had these riots in Minnesota. You know, look at happened in Seattle where the mayor told the police officers to stand down. Yeah. Uh, that's a crime, folks. He doesn't have the authority to do that. The mm. officers have to do their job. Wow. And the posse is not to be confused with the militia, right? That is correct. Yeah, just the difference where the power comes from. Uh, a posse, the sheriff has the authority to call upon a posse. Make It's what's called make hue and cry to go ferret out criminal activity in his county. Okay. And, and you see that in a lot of the old westerns where mm-hmm. the sheriff rounded up a posse to go get the guy who robbed the stagecoach. And and then uh, there's some older pictures, uh, too, that I, I had in my computer here. I can't find them now, where they're actually posing with a dead body behind them. It's <laughs> like a deer carcass. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so that power has been there basically since we've had sheriffs. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff is the probably the second oldest office next to the king. And... Uh, in fact, the sheriff, you go look at the uh, Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, it talks about how the, the, the sheriff is ordered to go take the people and throw them in the furnace. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's it, bad things to it, too. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I just, I love that you're educating people in this because the news media, as you point out, um, they're going to they're gonna claim constitutional sheriffs are seeking alliances with anti-government extremists, and that's the attempt to undermine your role as a sheriff, yes? Oh, you're reading right from my post. Yep, I am. <laughs> I mean, it's really important that people know this. Yes, they're trying to undermine the office of the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, there's that push for the big government, the big centralized government. And me, I'm a local guy because I understand what my community needs. I don't need Washington telling me what my community needs. I love that. I love that. Uh, the, uh, if, you, if you look into it, too, uh, one of the things that stirred up quite a commotion is when I said that the the posse and the militia have just as much lawful character as the news media. Well, the militia and the news media are both mentioned and recognized in the Constitution. They're not created, they're recognized. Right, right. The posse come along, come across the ocean with the office of the sheriff. Hmm. And uh, then That's I went and added on that they had more lawful character than the agencies that just recently arrested the militia in our area here. Hmm. And that's because they were created by an act. They're not at a common law. They were created by an act of Congress. And uh, then there's questions about the delegated powers and all that stuff from the states. But anyhow, uh, in a nutshell, that caused quite a ruckus. I even had a uh, professor from Cooley Law School kind of comment on it. Didn't disagree with my comments, but he said it wasn't wise. 
It wasn't wise. Yeah, Perry <laughs> County, we've had a posse since 1955. Wow. How big? Well, right now they're about 25. Yeah. I think that's great, though. And it yeah. should be. Oh, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. I think that's just awesome. Able-bodied men, uh, age 15 or older, right? That is correct. Hmm. Interesting. I love this. Um, and I love that you're aware of this. <laughs> I think that's amazing because <laughs> I do, you know, there are sheriffs out there that will demonize these words and they've been taught to and so they don't understand them and that would be a bit really unfortunate. So I can't even imagine. Um, and then nullification. Did you want to speak to nullification? Well, there's an article out on it. It's called The Power of No. And uh, let me see if I can mm-hmm. name of the author here pretty quick. And by Michael... Harry M A. Oh yeah, I've had him on the show. R E Y. I've had him on. He's great. Oh yeah. 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 He he's got this an awesome mm-hmm. article yeah. on nullification and uh, interposition and how it's lawful. How I people think, think that powerful. the uh, Supreme Court is the final say. Well, who made them the final say? Nor in a constitution does it make the Supreme Court the final say. It's true. So who's the final say? That would be the people where everybody derives their power from. And this article here talks about, like, the Alien and Seditions Act mm-hmm. and how Thomas Jefferson and uh, um, I forgot who it was in Kentucky, they uh, got their own Congress to basically do a, uh, like a lot of people are doing this two-way county where they're basically telling the federal and state government that we're, a two-way county, which means we accept the fact that there's a Second Amendment and we're not disarming our people here in this county. Well, that's kind of the same thing that what they did with this Alien and Seditions Act. Uh, It was uh, deemed unconstitutional by the uh, Supreme Court, but it took some pressure from some of the states to go out and say, hey, uh, federal government, we should be able to blast you guys when you're being naughty. And... uh, or if we don't agree with you on something. And here they were, they were actually going out and arresting people wow. for disagreeing with the federal government or going against what the federal government was uh, trying to pass. Hmm. And then that brings you to the question, because the Tenth Amendment says power is not delegated to the United States. Mm-hmm. Was there police powers for them to make those arrests delegated to the United States? Hmm. And Interesting. I'm asking yeah. any attorney out there, if you could just let me know, because I'm real curious on that. I'm not trying to... Mm-hmm. make you anti-government or anything like that because I want to know um, so I can... Well, you're pro-good government. You're pro-good limited government, which is what we all yes. should be at our core. We're Americans, <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And we don't realize the power of nullification. I don't think we understand it. I think everybody loathes uh, getting asked to be part of the system uh, in that way. And, and so they don't want to do it. And really, they should, be, they should be excited to do that, right? That duty. Yeah, it is a duty. Mm-hmm. And again, you're protecting people's rights. Sheriff Mack, when he was taking on the uh, um, Clinton cartels there, uh, Clinton mm-hmm. administration, and... Uh, he was talking about the Brady Bill in his book. It's called From My Cold Dead Fingers. And on page 102, if you ever get the book, page 102, don't read this before you go to bed at night because you won't sleep. He uh, explains how in that provision, in that uh, act, there was a provision in there where they were going to recruit 5,000 Royal Hong Kong police, give them federal authority, and enforce that Brady Bill. 
Hmm. Now, if there's ever a time for nullification and interposition, there you go, folks. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's laid out. It's right there. We just need to understand it, and we need to understand its power today. That's our problem is people think about these things in the way back machine and don't apply them to today. They think something has changed or something's different. That's not true. You are correct. I, it's uh, it's a little crazy. We I don't everybody listening. Don't you just want your sheriff to be able to talk like Sheriff Darleaf? <laughs> I mean, everyone's like coveting right now. Um, you know, you folks over there in Michigan, because let me just tell you, it's rare. And it's sad that that's rare because every sheriff should have the same understanding that you do. And wow, what a country we would have right now with with that in place to know that that's going to protect us. And so it's that that when you're casting that vote, that's a really important vote. I mean, it cannot be just you like their sign or they seem like a nice guy. I mean, this position is the position that everyone needs to 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 make sure that they're doing the right the right casting of a vote. Right. Uh, Be careful, too, because there's going to be a push here shortly to get rid of this office. Yeah. California is trying to pass a law right now where the sheriff has to be appointed by the governor. Okay. Oh, hello, folks. Wake up. Yeah, right. Who, who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Sheriff Darleaf, <laughs> thank you so much for staying on. That was powerful. I'll turn that into a short cast so people can uh, really absorb what you said. And I really appreciate you coming on, taking the time. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. It's yeah, an honor. absolutely. Thank you. Wow. Wasn't that fantastic? Uh, Sheriff Darleaf of Michigan. And uh, thank you. I'll be right back with author Scott McEwen. Don't miss this either. We're talking in Afghanistan. Be right back. KateDallyRadio.com for all the podcasts and show info. Be right back.